All right, welcome everybody to The Way It Is. I'm your host, Luca Andalfato, and I am fortunate to have both my children here with me. Michaela Henderson, who you met a while back in a previous podcast talking about nutrition, and my son, Joshua Henderson, who is just finishing his electrical engineering degree. So I'm in Halifax. That's where we're shooting from the Cambridge Suites on Brunswick Street. <laughs> and uh, we just finished picking out on uh, sushi from, uh, it was fantastic too, from a local sushi establishment. So anyway, we thought we'd do the podcast here this week and uh, just talk about, um, well, A, introduce you to my children and who I haven't seen in essentially almost 24 months, 20 months, I think, to be exact. So I was finally took advantage of phase three and uh, flew out uh, on Thursday and uh, we've been hanging out, which has been great. So so let's start. Joshua, who uh, spent pretty much his most of your year last year uh, online learning. Yeah, I spent three, four month semesters online learning. Right. Yeah. So tell us about that. How did that go? Uh, well, it was definitely challenging for sure. It was a completely new way to learn. I felt like I was doing a lot of it on my own. Um, even though engineering is kind of a more difficult program where you are kind of on your own learning because sometimes the professors, there might be a language barrier or an intellectual barrier <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the online was kind of just hard because it gave those professors that potentially might have not been the best, I won't name names, Dalhousie is still a great school, <laughs> um, but they kind of gave them uh, a reason to kind of just slack off. I had one prof that didn't do any lectures and just posted his handmade textbook that just said you should be doing these readings every so often, and then we just had a midterm and a final, and so kind of just gets more challenging like that. You're definitely way more... Uh, having to rely on your own time management skills, which uh, honestly, probably in the end, was probably better because I developed those types of skills and was able to do more independent work and become better at that. Well, that's good. That's good. And so now you've started the semester here now in September, and you're in class, you're doing labs and everything now. And yeah. what's what are the protocols or what are the what's the Dalhousie University in terms of numbers or what's happening in your in your class setting then? Yeah, so I have about roughly a hundred people in my class. And so students have to wear masks the whole time as soon as you step foot into the building. And then professors can take their masks off while they're teaching, but there can't be any students in the front row of seats just to remain that six feet of social distancing. And then also us students, we were required to uh, 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 send in our vaccine passports to show that we had uh, double vaccinations. So you do that once it's on file and then they yeah. have it? Yeah. And then do you still have to fill out a survey or a form, like a scan, anything, no. a QR code when you go into your class or anything like that? No. no, I just submitted a screenshot and that was that. And then... Students who didn't have uh, double vaccinations, they had to do weekly testing. Hmm. So, all right. And so, Michaela, you're back to well, your your life changed a little bit. You're back now. You uh, are we're at a clinic, Coastal Clinic mm -hmm. in Bedford, Nova Scotia, 
And now you are seeing clients in person? Yes. Yeah, doing it in person and still keeping the virtual going as well for those that are more comfortable. Right. And now you were also doing uh, personal training at the YMCA, mm-hmm. but that was being done virtually before or did uh, you no, that we suspended? Were in, we were in person um, as long as gyms were open and personal training was allowed. So um, I think it was when we were in phase two. So when you train people now, do you both have to wear masks and be distanced? Yeah, when the um, participant is exercising, they can take their mask off, but we keep uh, like social distancing. Okay. But I wear my mask all the time. All right. And so, and uh, I didn't realize, actually, we didn't realize, Josh and I were driving around the other on Saturday late afternoon. Mm -hmm. He was taking me of a tour of some pretty amazing neighborhoods here in uh, one of the wards in Halifax and uh, near the water. And I'm telling you, some <laughs> some impressive housing here. Yeah. That's for sure. This one property that was newly built, which I actually said to Josh, it looked like it was like an institutional building and it was a private residence on, it looked like three lots at least. Anyway, mm-hmm. but it was, I said to him, it, it had to be at least $5 million to build and it still wasn't finished. But, um, but then we saw a bunch of students walking around with their homecoming shirts on and they just, Dalhousie had their homecoming. Yeah. And then I didn't we, even know. Yeah. No, Josh didn't know. <laughs> uh, but then unfortunately later that evening, we saw that there was a bunch of videos posted because they went the way of Queens students and had a big party in the streets mm-hmm. and had too many people gathering and there's some backlash out of that now, right? Mm-hmm. So what's happened with that? Yeah. I will say on the house thing, there's actually a lot more money in Halifax than people think, I feel like. I just want to add to that point. <laughs> I feel like everybody comes well, in. I they, think there's a lot of money in Halifax yeah. for what I've seen here lately. Yeah. It's just always interesting, like even having my other friends from Ontario come down here and everyone thinks of the East Coast of kind of being the low-income part of Canada, but there's a lot more money to be made than uh, originally people think, I think. Um, But yeah, in terms of that, uh, the president actually sent an email to all of us saying how appalled he was with everybody that showed up, basically. And uh, he said that those students who were there aren't allowed to go to class for a week and that they urged them to get tested. But again, um, there's just, I don't see how they can actually enforce any of this. Hmm. So, but did Dalhousie have that you had to be fully vaccinated to attend class? To attend, you can go if you uh, show that you're negative once a week. Oh, sorry, no, you have to get tested twice a week. My apologies. Twice a week if yeah. you haven't been vaccinated. Yeah, I was mistaken earlier. All right. So, and we all know in Ontario uh, what we've gone through in terms of now we're in phase three. Uh, and as you, we know in Kingston, those of us that are in Kingston, we're fortunate and uh, that our case count has been low even now in this, uh, the third phase and the, de- the Delta variant phase, now the fourth wave that we're in. Um, but I know everyone used the East Coast as a model because you guys were sort of the beacon uh, for, for um, what to do or how well you guys were doing. Um, where are we at with that, Michael? Is it still... 
Yeah, I think uh, I haven't kept up with recent case numbers. I know things are kind of growing around Atlantic Canada, but uh, we were very fortunate. We had our kind of Atlantic bubble all summer, so we were free to travel. We did a really great job of keeping things in check. Uh, In Nova Scotia, we just reached our 75% double vaccination rate end of last week. For the province? For the province. Wow. So we're... uh, in a good place for sure. Um, now I, like I said, I haven't kept up with recent case numbers with the Delta variant, but things are still looking pretty good um, in the central zone for hmm. sure. All right, and because uh, I know in an Ontario, I think we're better. I think the case counts are high, but it's certainly nothing like Alberta's experiencing or anything like mm-hmm. that with the Delta variant. Um, and so, and just to give you a quick, uh, those that are, are wanting to think about traveling within Canada, because I know I was, <laughs> I wouldn't say anxious, but I was just, I hate extra stuff. And so, you know, when I booked my flights uh, for Nova Scotia, I had to fill out a safety check form. Uh, and then I thought on the form, it actually said I was to take a rapid mm-hmm. test when I arrived at the airport. That didn't happen. Uh, but I did, when I filled out the safety form, I did have to upload my proof of vaccination, which I did. And then uh, when you land, it was really smooth. You just showed your proof of vaccination to the guy that was standing there and, and we went through. So um, I, I don't know for other provinces what, what the mm. protocol is and stuff like that. Um, and one thing we've kept up on here is our testing. Um, so we're still doing a lot of PCR testing, a lot of rapid testing, all accessible to the public and that seems to have made a big difference in being able to actually prevent uh, some of the community spread because a lot more people seem to be getting tested here than other areas. Right and I know just from spending well since Thursday here and we've gone we golfed today we we've eaten at a handful of restaurants now and everyone is pretty diligent about wearing their masks when they need to wear their masks. And once you get to your table, you take your masks off. Um, and I'm actually, it's, it's funny because it's refreshing to see because, you know, I'm the one actually usually forgetting to put my mask on and the kids got theirs on first. So it's even here at the hotel, you know, during the, in the hallways and in the lobby area and stuff. You have, so in any public places, you have to have your mask on, but I've noticed that everyone is adhering to that uh, pretty strictly. So yeah, yeah, and that was kind of what got the other Atlantic provinces into trouble. New Brunswick and PEI took away their mask regulations before they had gotten to that 75%, and then now they're seeing a spike in cases. Um, but we've kept our mask regulations in place, and it seems to have uh, really helped. Now, uh, you've been in Halifax for... How long have you guys been in Halifax now, I guess? I've been in Nova Scotia... Fully since 2016, or the summer of 2016. And then I've been in Halifax since September 2019. Right. So you like it? Yeah, I love it. Honestly. So what's the biggest difference between here and Ontario, let's say, or what what, what do you love most about it? I feel like it's different because when I went to St. Avex, that's where I like made my group of friends. And then they kind of all stayed in Nova Scotia. And then... Also, I always knew I was going to Dalhousie just because that's where my school route was taking me. Um, And I don't know, as soon as I came here, I kind of just liked the size. It's not too big where it's like Toronto and it's overwhelming and there's too many people because I don't really like a lot of big crowds. Mm -hmm. They kind of make me anxious sometimes. 
and then yeah and it's big enough though that it still feels like a city where it's like there's a lot to do and you get every aspect that you can really and then you drive 20 minutes and you're in country cottage yeah living so i love that aspect too so Josh, uh, um, I told you previously, Michaela, they both went to Francis Xavier in Antigonish, Nova Scotia, to do their undergrad work. So Michaela did human nutrition and human kinetics, and and then actually got her master's in sports nutrition, right? And Diploma. Uh, sorry? Diploma. Diploma. Uh, and then Josh did a physics degree, engineering diploma, and that's why he's finishing at Dow to actually get the iron ring, which you already have. <laughs> and... Uh, to get his electrical engineering degree. Um, what about you, Mikhail? What's I've been in Nova Scotia since 2012, and I've been in Halifax since kind of October 2017. Um, yeah, I, I really like the size. I feel like Halifax, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd want to live anywhere else in Nova Scotia, but I think. Halifax is a really great city, really good food scene, which I like. It definitely has that. Um, yeah. Pretty much all of my friends from, well, a lot of my friends moved back to Ontario after university, but a lot of people from St. FX uh, come to Halifax, so I still have a good group of friends here. Um, and I think you can kind of get ahead. Like, if you're in Toronto, it's really hard to mm-hmm. actually get ahead and save money and everything, but out here cost of living is a little bit lower um so that makes it a little bit yeah. easier and we just got back Michaela we just got back from Wolfville Nova Scotia which is about an hour I don't know geographically like 45 minutes from the city of Halifax yeah by northwest whatever uh, how far, where is uh, it? like P- northwest east. East Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, beautiful little town, gorgeous little town. Acadia University is in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. But uh, we um, we went and uh, did a winery tour yesterday in the teeming rain, but it was it worked out well. It, the rain stopped at strategic moments, so we were able to uh, do that. In fact, I posted because Michaela can't do any of that stuff, so Michaela helped me post a photo there. But um, Anyway, uh, wonderful area. The wineries were fantastic. Um, and then we stayed at an Airbnb, and I'll have to tell you, it's one of the nicest Airbnbs I've ever stayed in. Not that I have stayed in tons of them, but it was a purpose-built new f- new building, uh, gorgeous two-bedroom uh, apartment, one-and-a-half bathroom. King-size beds. King-size beds. The, <laughs> the main bathroom was ridiculous the walk-in shower all tile floor it was it was just amazing so uh, to josh's point because uh, we were having lunch today before we left we'll fill in my comic was there's wealth <laughs> there's wealth here for mm-hmm. sure uh, and lots of opportunity we looked at uh, we walked by a couple of real estate office windows and they do it old school here where they still have the picture of the house in the window and mm-hmm. agent on duty um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go in and bug the agent on duty, though. Part of me wanted to, but uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah. So it was. Uh, it was tremendous. And Josh is right. It's. A, it's a lovely part of the world where you can um, drive forty five minutes, and and you're just in a whole different setting, and you're in. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that speaks to just to tie it back into real estate. You. I don't know if you've noticed it, but I know everybody's been buying from Ontario and stuff, mm-hmm. or even other parts of the country buying property sight unseen here, right? And moving yeah. here. 
Do you have any first-hand experiences or anything? Have you heard of anybody? Um, a couple friends whose siblings have moved out here, um, kind of moving back home, I guess. People from here, siblings moved away, and siblings are moving home, buying houses kind of via virtual tour. Um, I had lots of stories of, you know, 13 offers, 20 offers yeah. before actually getting something. It's been yeah. a pretty hot market, not necessarily the same prices as back home but expensive for here yeah yeah i know my supervisor at my work he's as his own well i wouldn't it's not really a property management business because it's just him kind of just trying to buy rental properties and kind of just get a second flow of income um but he's always is like looking at the prices and always on those websites like that compare and he said over the past two years, they probably have doubled in price wow. over the, just such, such a short time. Well, I just I just reminded myself, the very first winery we went to is the one, only organic winery in the Appalachian Valley area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was called Lacadie. And the lady that gave us our, did our, hosted our wine tasting is a family member mm-hmm. who her and her husband literally in July, moved from Alberta, Prince Albert, Alberta, uh, to go back to Nova Scotia, back because it was a family-operated farm that became the winery. And so they packed up their bags and moved to Nova Scotia. And now that's their life, running, helping to run the winery and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it speaks to all of that. So, all right. I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? Anything? I don't know. I guess I could add to the point of why people would want to move here. It's just a different way of life. I know, like, ever since, even I, when I moved for my first year of university, it's just everything's a lot slower out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone, like, is just doing their own thing. There's a lot more people just worried about what their neighbor's doing. <laughs> Less right. worried about what their neighbor's doing, I should say. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of, like, also partly why I love it. Yeah, it's and just, and you guys have had that experience with Prince Edward Island, and having sort of spent mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. a lot of your formative years on the mm-hmm. island, and and uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. five, and everyone's friendly, and yeah, I have to say that I've noticed other. that that most people are very friendly for the mm-hmm. last few days that we've been here. That's for sure. Um, yeah, both uh, weights servers and everything else and stuff like that. In fact, I've commented to the kids that. Uh, <laughs> Something that I'm not used to in Ontario, and I'm sure whoever's watching this may get mad at me, but um, the serving, the the level of service here in the in the food business is higher than what I've ever experienced in Ontario. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. They they really treat it like a well. They want to pay attention to what they're doing, and they they do a good job. So yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we'll cut it there. I appreciate you taking your time to to. Help Dad out with the podcast and fill in the gaps while he's traveling. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, next week, oh, next week, little teaser. I've got a uh, big guest, so you want to tune in for that. Uh, it's a secret, but it's uh, it's you're going to be surprised and uh, I think pretty excited uh, when that happens. So, all right, thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>